Hello everyone, this is uh, Father Michael Tischel. And this is Strati Papagiorgi. And we are An, An Imperfect, Imperfect Podcast. Cue music. Nice. Well, Strati, I have to say, yeah, I'm always interested in the shirts that you're wearing because <laughs> uh, we sit across from one another and, uh, I mean, you can stare at my <laughs> cassock, yeah. uh, which obviously has nice. no writing on it or anything. That's a nice embroidery. Yeah, a it's... It's from Romania, actually, so oh. they, they kind of do a little nice little job nice. with oh, some of the nice. embroidery. It's a lot nicer than my Greek festival t-shirt. Well, no, that's what I was thinking. I was like, wow, you know, it just very definitively says, go Greek! Exclamation yeah, point. I don't even know what it says. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I know that sounds weird to people, but I don't know what it says, but uh, I actually don't. Well, it, that is actually what it says. Oh, now I know. Go Greek! Okay. What does that mean? Does that mean, like, go don't, Greeks? Don't like, Don't know. Yay, Greeks, or does it mean, like, become Greek? I have for this weekend. I think that's what it means. Yeah, that's what I think. Go Greek for this weekend. Yeah, because they always say like at like at the festival when the MC or whoever gets up and talks, they're always like, "You're Greek for the weekend." Right. So I think that's what they're getting at. Yeah. 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 And it's blue, which makes sense as well. Right. So good. The flag of last last episode, you were sporting the um, the uh, burger hamburger joint inside. Yeah. Not inside out, um, in and out burger. Yeah. Um, with the or no, it was tasty burger. I thought it was in and out. Really? Okay, maybe it was tasty burger. But I it had the hamburger and then like the yeah the, 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 the rays of light. The rays of light emanating the mandorla. The mandorla. <laughs> <laughs> I first discovered that word mandorla when we were doing a video, one on one of our videos um, on Trisagion Films, where he talks about the mandorla mm-hmm. around Christ, mm-hmm. and I wrote. The guy who writes it, or not wrote I spoke to him. I was like, "What's a mandorla?" He's like, "That's what it's called." Like, yeah, it's a very funny. <laughs> it's a funny uh, That's term. what it's called. He just kind of shrugged. It. Yeah. Like, what it's called. I wonder what the <laughs> etymology is behind that. Latin, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the mandorla. Mandorla. Doesn't sound Greek. It what does that? Yeah, it doesn't sound Greek. It's almost like it almost sounds like mandorla, like an Indian city, like a city in India, like <laughs> yeah, mandorla. <it> <laughs> Yeah, right? it does. Shangri-La, right. Mandorla. Mandorla, right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, we're getting a little Eastern uh, here. Yeah. And off topic. Oh, too East. Too oh, East. Though. Yeah, too East. Yeah, too East. Yeah. Far, Far East. Yeah, Far, Far East. Let's yeah. bring it back a little. A little West. Yeah, a little, little, little West of East. Yeah, we got to reorient it there. Yep. Unintended. Um, Orient. We got a comment the other day. Yeah. About that. About somebody pointing out the similarities. Hmm. Of the yogis, hmm. uh, and on our video about Saint, uh, well, Saint John, the chronicle, no, chronicles oh, the, of, of mm-hmm. the desert about uh, Saint Sarah from the Huh. Okay. Just, she was just person was just going on, just yeah, saying how I've heard. I, I feel like Saint Seraphim gets picked up by a lot of like far eastern Does he? religions. Yeah, just I think because like they, they sort of like, um, what's the word for it? They sort of. Um, like uh, focus on the experience with uh, with um, of light with uh, what's his name with uh, the the visitor merchant. We didn't um, we didn't do a video on we didn't have that. That in wasn't video. in the video. I know, but the picture but of it was in the video. Yeah, he was not a merchant. He was a some sort of soldier general. I thought he was a merchant. Well, the picture's of a man of uniform. Man yeah, in okay. Uniform. Maybe he was like a, a could have been another. Merchant, sea captain merchant. <laughs> um, Maybe. I, the, the, his name is like on the story. tip of my brain. It's not 
but then like the first thing was like Raskolnikov, which I know obviously it wasn't, and it's uh, someone who's going to be shouting it out in our oh. podcast. It is, hang on, conversation with Matovilov. Yes, Matovilov. Insert Russian name yes, for me. I exactly. don't know. <laughs> yeah, but basically it was like this conversation. Matovilov was struggling to find sort of an answer to some of his deep existential questions about, I think, what what is the purpose of life, basically. Mm. And it ultimately came down to the acquisition of the Holy Spirit, Spirit right. of Peace. Um, but, and... and um, this is the reason why I think he was a merchant because St. Seraphim used this really beautiful metaphor of like buying and selling mm. with virtues. He might have had a, it might be another story. Yeah, it might be another story. Anyway, well. yeah, so, so, but then like I think he, Matovilov was like, I still don't really get it. And then finally he's like, this is what it's all about. And he starts like radiating the uncreated light. And, and Matovilov is like, your face is all bright and shining. And St. Seraphim's like, yours is too. <laughs> And like they share this moment of like, wow. So I think a lot of people sort of like are attracted to that story, but, um, but they also kind of decontextualize it. Yeah, this person was just generally making a statement about asceticism. Yeah. Okay. R- r- Interesting. But that's not, not I, the not the more of like the mystical experience aspect. That too. Okay. But not that story. Not but, that particular. But, but story. that's yeah. interesting how. Yeah, yeah. and it, it might not even be that particular story. It's more of just like Saint Seraphim was a very joyful, very peaceful very mystical figure but anyway yeah neither here nor there yeah so yes what are we doing we are just really grateful for being here really thankful it's all right <laughs> uh yeah you know uh thanksgiving's around the corner yep this is our thanksgiving special yep. i feel like we need like a, a little sting a little musical yeah Ba-da-ba-da-ba-ba. yeah yeah, and we just, you know, we want to kind of bring it back to Thanksgiving. You know, obviously, you know, it is what it is. It, it, <laughs> yeah. it is Thanksgiving, and uh, people, you know, usually talk about giving thanks during this period. Mm-hmm. And um, what does that mean to give thanks, and why do we give thanks, and what is Thanksgiving, and uh, are we still recording? Yes, we are. Um yeah, so just a little a little reflection on that yeah. from from us is what we're. Well, so it's a generally I don't yeah it's an American holiday. It is I, yeah. I can't, Canadians do, do it on a different day. Do you really? Yeah, but it's not and it's not it's not the same. It's not from the same source. I don't remember exactly yeah. what their um, what their Thanksgiving is in reference to. But yes, they do have a uh, yeah. a Thanksgiving, but it's on a different day. Interesting. I know. Huh. Fascinating. I didn't know. I mean. So it's a North American phenomenon. North American, for sure. Yeah, so not just United States. Yeah. apparently. I uh, also believe the country of um, Eritrea has a Thanksgiving as well. Okay. Any other countries? No, so no idea. Okay, just kidding. Oh, you were kidding. Yeah, that was oh, a joke. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Djibouti also. Djibouti, yes. <laughs> that was actually the first country I was. It gonna, was yes, because of that fellow that we met. Uh, did you meet the guy who was stationed in Djibouti at the at the? Uh, right where? At the young adult, uh, oh, maybe gathering, maybe yeah. Which young adult gathering? On this past Thursday, there's a guy stationed mm-hmm. in Djibouti. That he, I mean, he, he there's an American had, base in Djibouti. Yeah, apparently, yeah, he had been stationed in Djibouti in the Navy. Nobody's gonna ever hear this. We're just talking. Yeah, we're gonna off. cut this off. Yeah, we're just uh, getting out. cut out. Cut yeah. it off. Cut it out. Uh, off. I had a teacher 
in middle school who said he came in. He goes, it was geography class. He goes, I made up this uh, rhyme, guys. You're gonna like it. We're like, okay. We're all a little fruity because we all love your booty. <laughs> wow. God rest his soul. He passed away. Oh. He was a pastor too. Nice. So anyway, yeah. I think my, <laughs> my question when it comes to Thanksgiving is, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I think all of us probably agree on the fact that when you do try, even just for a moment, to be grateful for some aspect of your life, it really it opens up sort of a, a, a feeling, a sense of, of um, yeah, just positivity, of kind of light in the midst of difficult circumstances. And I know, you know, psychologists and people have talked about, you know, the benefits of gratitude and how it, it's, you know, some, some of the chemicals that are released in your brain mm. are very, you know, healthy and uh, it, it does things for your brain that, is very good and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah <laughs> that's no. that's my kind of technical sure. scientific we always start off we always start off on the, the yeah the, the kind of surface level the surface level or, or like material or the right. created level exactly perhaps which is may, yeah and it's we good because we're rooted we're trying yeah. to be rooted in reality right. and then we kind of exactly rooted yeah. in the more kind of like immediate reality immediate so, reality rather yeah. than right so it feels the, good it feels good reality too the rest of it is definitely reality um it feels good, right? It feels good to give thanks. Sure. Um, but, you know, there's two, I guess there's two elements that I kind of want to explore with you if you're interested, which is the first being, um, it's very counter, like, intuitive to give thanks. Oftentimes I feel like my default, my default sort of like, like going with the flow way of being is like these subtle, automatic like negative thoughts and like um complaining thoughts i guess you could say about life oh yeah um right Doesn't. yeah I'm well yeah i mean yeah, yeah I'm, I'm saying mine because i just want to own it but perhaps yeah. other people share that experience as well um and then the other aspect so, so so i guess the question is is like what do you do with that especially yeah it feels like you know oftentimes i feel this kind of like just I don't know sense of kind of stagnancy and yeah complaining and yeah. it's like you know and it's probably a first world problem right um, I, bet you, I bet you there everybody complains everybody everywhere. complains i'm sure you i know. mean i think we find it in like like the bible yeah oh you yeah know, murmuring that was the israelites murmuring two thousand years ago so it's I mean, true yeah, so murmuring against moses when they're in the wilderness that Granted, certainly wasn't the first world problem right they were in the middle of the desert right so you're you're referring to complaining about first world problems right exactly it's like it's like I'm not complaining about the fact that I don't have any food. I'm complaining right. about the fact that – But you're right. I mean that, that, that's an interesting – that's a valid point that like one way or the other there's a sense of yeah. a lack of trust or faith in God that God's – and a forgetfulness of what God's already done for me. Yeah, and, and I think that even – I think even in a, in, a, in, a, in a place that isn't as technologically advanced or a time mm -hmm. period that's not as technologically advanced as we are now um, – they can. They, they don't, doesn't mean they're not living well, right? And so they can still be complaining about some some minor detail of sure. life, right? Like like oh, the party didn't have enough wine last night, right? Oh, it always has so much wine. You can complain about anything. You can complain right? about anything, and yeah. I think that that's always been the case. Even I think that's a first world problem: complaining about not being having enough yeah. wine or not yeah. having uh, the musicians weren't good. Well, I, party I, I, or I mean, I think I think the biggest first world problem, yeah. which relates to Talk gratitude, 
Mm-hmm. Is learning how to live in the first world gratefully? Yeah. Uh, well, no, I'm, yeah. I'm serious because, like, um, you know, I was thinking about this this morning actually about like about like how well I have it, and yeah. and in ma- in many respects, and and yet like I I still have a hard time staying positive and staying grateful, and it, it reminded me of St. Paul's um, St. Paul's little phrase in one of his epistles uh, about how he's learned to to live in both abundance and scarcity or I don't remember exactly right. how he puts it but just yeah that he, he he's capable of of um, you know of living this spiritual existence both when he is doing fine right. like materially speaking or whatnot or when he's you know right. in prison mm-hmm. you know and I think we oftentimes place the emphasis in our Christian lives on how we face adversity and how we face suffering or persecution or things like that. But I think probably in my mind, one of the most difficult things because it's so present and it's so, it is so much our reality, at least in the West and in, in America is how to live a spiritual life in a land of plenty. Like that's actually really difficult. That is plenty, but, um, Stability, right? You know, it's not like security, a, a, a mid, stability, a Central African country. You know, yeah, you know, I'm not saying it's right, but like to go into a house and a home that has everything. Yeah, that doesn't that looks almost perfect. It's right. like like everything is in its place. And, and want more, and we like we always want more, and we want more. But but I know that's not where you're going. With well, but yeah, but that's part of it. Related. Yeah, it's definitely related. But yeah, I mean, even even aside from the impassioned side of it which is like the greed and the covetousness or whatever is just the fact the fact the uh, the facts and the reality um of of living in a place that where we do have so much yeah um Um, i had a a one time when i was in cyprus uh, i was talking to somebody and he said he was somehow we got on the topic of the older generation mm -hmm. you know people who were like you know who were my grandparents and stuff like that were in cyprus you know he goes i envy them Mm -hmm. because they knew they knew how to be happy in those difficult times that they comparatively comparative compared to us it was seemingly more difficult and yet they're almost happier than we are in this easier quote easier life that we have yeah. When I, when and I that's did, the problem. Is and that's just interesting. They had to plow fields, but they knew how to enjoy themselves as well. Mm-hmm. We don't have to plow a field, but everybody has manic depression. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, see, see, I, that, I get that. That's that's the problem. I get that very. Like, I, 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 I am fully on board with that that sentiment. With what you said and with what he said and how he feels jealous and he envies them. Uh, not like, jealous. No, no, he like, envies them, right. Like or I, admires them. Or right. I remember exactly the word he yeah. said. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, okay, I envy them too. Sure. How does that, how does that help our predicament? Right. It, it, it makes me feel more yeah. trapped in my present circumstances. Right, sure. you got to make the best of what you have and, and how it is. What is the best of what we have? Right, that's correct. What is the best of what we have? And how do we, we how do we like Saint Paul learn to live in abundance? You know? I think we almost I think we almost become numb a little bit too, mm-hmm. because yeah, definitely because there's no. It's also a, a kind of a lack of like community as well, right? And that sort of you become numb, right? To other 
human pe- beings. Other people, yeah, yeah basically. They, they start to annoy you. They start to yeah, and they and become your. And back and back then, the communities what held each other up. Sure. So the whole community. I mean, that's why if you go to if you go to any country that has a history older than two hundred years, you're gonna find all the cities and towns all packed together. Mm-hmm. Not because they didn't know how to build cities, but because it was a sustaining sort of yeah. thing. They they they, you know, I mean, they were more dangerous too. Right. But. Um, they were very close to mm-hmm. each other as well. They, they needed each other's company. They needed each other's. Um, it was. It was. Yeah, survival essentially. Mm-hmm. And so now we're just so used to our, especially the, we, us in the we in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah. Oh yeah. The verbs. <laughs> the verbs. Uh, yeah. But, but you know what? We where sin abounds, grace abounds even more. Absolutely. So so, oh, so where's the abound? Where's the abundant grace? In the abundant gluttony and greed and covetousness here, <laughs> you know, where's the where's the super abundant grace in the abundant yeah. covetousness? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, tough topic. Yeah, tough topic because cut. Yep, I struggle. I, I don't. I know. I, I'm, that's I'm, why I, I wouldn't bring it up if I didn't struggle with it. I know it's not my favorite place either to be. Right. Yeah, so. I know. Um. Well, why don't we? jump into what thanksgiving is yep. liturgically or yep. in within the Good. church yeah let's 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 you sort know, of and and sort of because we have that yeah. even in the burbs right exactly <laughs> we we're not you know i mean there aren't as many orthodox churches sure um but regardless you can find them right and those of us who go to them regularly mm-hmm. what, do, what what can we get from them well I in mean, regards to in finding gratitude yeah. in this life just by you saying that it actually sparked the the connection with something that we've talked a lot about in our podcast so far, which is liturgy, which is, you know, because I think as many people know, although I'm sure many people don't know this because they're just ignorant and unread and unstudied and um, way, way beneath us, obviously. <laughs> and, and deficient. Listen, I wasn't going to say anything, but you right. know, it's true. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> half the people are kind of on our level, but like, Probably more than half the people are below our level if we're going on a scale that's over 100%. I hope <laughs> this is the kind of stuff you can't say because then people are going to get mad at us. No, but you know, it's no, like no. I would say, yeah, let's say half the people are on our level and about 70% of the people are beneath our level. <laughs> Does it even make any sense? It doesn't, <laughs> which is why it's right. Okay. Continue. Continue. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what was I say? Oh, liturgy, right. So, you also know, cut. Try yep. and look at that Thank way you. At it. Yeah. Okay, because it's right sound. Um, so liturgy is um, is interesting. I mean, what's the central focus of liturgy? Right, it's the Eucharist, um, and as we know in uh, from the Greek Eucharist, Eucharisto, Eucharistia, Eucharistia yeah. is uh, is the modern um, verb, obviously. I think Eucharistia is isn't it general? It's a noun. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so sort of like... So is when I say it. It's, yeah, Eucharisto is, is literally a verb. So tell me right now, did they not say Eucharisto to oh, each I'm, other? Oh, I'm sorry. They also... they also use, I, I believe Eucharisto is also used in English. Right. Yeah. Okay. But I, yeah, the reason why I was saying Eucharisto is because people say it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's probably... Yeah, I, I'm 99% sure yeah. out of 1,000 <laughs> that... Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> I know. Uh, anyway, Eucharistia, uh, so, yeah. right? So yeah. Thanksgiving, um, from the, with the prefect, prefix "f," which means good, mm-hmm. Charis, which is like grace or um, 
or um, yeah, I mean basically grace. Basically grace. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's interesting because in charisma, in, right? At least in modern, it's almost like a gift. A gift, right? But like a gift of yeah. grace, right? It's a right. But it is, yeah, yeah. So and then chara. Some people right. have chara that connection. Chara means joy. joy, right? So it's an interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting exploration there. But yeah, so like good, good grace or something like that. So anyway, but we we use it as the word for Thanksgiving. Essentially, is what it. Yeah, and so this whole act activity is uh, a, 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 an act of thanksgiving to God, yeah. which culminates in that moment where the priest takes yeah. the bread and the wine and um, sort of reads this prayer that describes all of the different things that God has done for us through the person of Christ and the, you know, his life, his death, his resurrection, all that. And then saying, and kind of like ending in saying, and because of all these things, right, we offer to you what is already yours, not your own of your own. We offer unto you in behalf of all and for all, right? So we're, and, and he literally raises up the, the, the chalice with the wine in it and the discos or the plate with the um, bread on it and, and offers it all up to God, right? So, which has many different levels because you could talk about just on the level of the food, right? It's, it's wheat and grapes that have, been, that have been transformed by the work of human beings into bread, bread and, wine. and wine, bread being that which sustains us, wine being that which gives us abundant life, right? So we have life and we have it more abundantly. Yeah. And all of those being raised up to God, but also the fact that prior to liturgy, the priest has taken that bread and um, done this whole other service of proscomivi, which then turned you know the the bread into um, like the whole body. Basically, it's you have the lamb in the center, which is Christ, and then around him you've got the mother of God, all the saints, and then all of the different. Uh, people that are being commemorated. We will, we will be doing a video on this. We oh, have, good. We have a script, an old script. Nice. Yeah. On for Prosumivi. For Prosumivi. Awesome. And I'm going to start shooting this this Sunday. Great. Okay, or so check next, out. Or next liturgy. Great. So check out the Trisayon Films video on Prosumivi. At some point. I don't to know. get a, uh, a, a more kind of like in-depth understanding of that. But um, so that's, so there's many layers to what is being offered back to God, right? right? It's on the, that very basic essential layer of bread and wine but then you also get this whole sim symbolic and you know symbolic in the real sense of like every like the entire church um is being offered up you know right. um and then and then what do we receive back right after we've offered so so god's so so that the offering up is a response why because Thine own, your own of your own, we offer unto you, right? In other words, we, you've already given us all mm -hmm. this stuff. Mm -hmm. we we did a little bit of mm -hmm. our own thing to use our free will, and now we're giving it back to you as a response. Right. Okay. So, in even in that sense, there's a there's a there is a a, a, a gratitude, mm -hmm. sort of an action of gratitude, an action of like of responding to what's been given to us by giving it back to God right. in gratitude, and then the second moment. Of, of this sort of dialogue you could say or this relationship is is through the voice of the priest God responding to us and saying holy things are for the holy people of God right. in other words okay now that we've offered it up what do we get in, re in return we get not bread and wine anymore but we get the very 
God himself um, in, incarnate in human form through his body and blood. Um, spiritually. Spiritually speaking. Um, so, so, you know, what does this all say about the centrality of Eucharistia, of gratitude, yeah. as far as worship is concerned, I think, right? I mean, it's, it, it, in other words, what I'm trying to get at is, is I think the very, the very epicenter of our existence as Orthodox Christians, both in faith, but we would also argue in life itself, is, is worship, mm -hmm. is liturgy, and at the very epicenter of liturgy is gratitude. So something has to be said about gratitude if we're going to talk about liturgy. Right. I think, I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's fascinating that uh, every liturgy is a Thanksgiving, right. Thanksgiving meal, if right. you want, you know? Yeah. Um, and the very spiritual one. Mm -hmm. And I think that when they, we say the word Eucharist, we're not giving, uh, we're not doing justice to the, well, it doesn't mean, the word Eucharist doesn't mean anything to anybody. Sure. They know what it is, but they don't. It comes from the Greek word, as we say, Eucharistia. Right. But it just finds it so interesting how we say Eucharist, that people yep. say Eucharist. Think of communion. Think of communion. Right. When, when really, it's, I mean, I can't really repeat everything you just said, but I think, I think my mind goes somewhere else as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I, we always think of the, especially, I mean, when all this was happening, maybe may, when the liturgy and the Eucharist was, you know, it was, Difficult, more difficult times, you could say. Mm -hmm. It's definitely not the comforts we have yep. now. Um, they were still thankful and, gr and grateful right. to, to God, and yep. and were po and remained remained positive. Yes, and thanked Him for all the good things. Yep. despite the the hardships sure. of life, which we still have hardships. Yeah, um, and I think we have to make something clear: is that not everybody who has hardship is automatically grateful. Yeah, and I know that sounds it's no, an obvious no. point, but I think it is an important right. point because I think we can we can sort of um, romanticize hardships and just say that like, well, I don't have hardships right now, which is why I'm not grateful. And if I just had hardships, I'd be grateful. But a lot of people that have hardships, it, it turns them into more bitter people. Right. You know what I mean? So, so it's like so they, so it, it's a it's a constant thanking. Right. It's a constant thanksgiving to God. Sure. Even in good and in bad, regardless right. of what's happening. I mean, on the fall at the fall of Constantinople, you know, they did a they did a final liturgy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, what else would they what else would they do? They went and basically did a thanksgiving in the middle of That's that. Something. And I'm sure that wasn't the first time, right? There were yeah. other cities that fell and sure. other wars. I mean, sure. Endless amount of wars, but they did a liturgy. Yeah. A thanksgiving in the middle of a calamity. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, from this, like, I think my sense is that, like, if we're going to talk about gratitude and, like, how to be grateful in abundance or how to be grateful in scarcity, I mean, to me, the answer is becoming very clear, which is it's liturgy. I mean, yeah. I, I think I think it has. I mean, I think there are there are many other elements to it, but I think as far as like where where we actually get the strength to be yeah. to be Christians right right both in abundance and, and in scarcity I think it has to be in relation to and and in it in contact with with that 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 um, that divine human dialogue mm -hmm. that occurs right, right 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 where we offer everything up 
Well, it, it, it keeps re reorienting you. Reorient? Reorient? Yeah. Reorient. Yeah. Yeah. Reorient. It keeps yeah. reorienting you towards the source of it all. Yeah, and to good. Right. And positive. Yep. To, 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 to that. Yep. And, and not just good and positive on a creative level. Mm, exactly. But right. on a, like, it's like the source of everything. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yep. Like when I say good, yep. I don't know. We j I think we just heard the liturgy yesterday. Yesterday, the, yesterday the I became a yesterday. <laughs> yes. From New York. <laughs> New York. Um, yeah. Uh, Sunday, Sunday's gospel. Was it Sunday's gospel? Yeah, the good, good, good teacher. Yeah, what, what and he said, and he said, why do you call me good? For exactly. only God is good. So exactly. when I said, when I'm saying good, you're, I, you're talking about it on that on, on that, that level. Level exactly. It orients you toward. What is good beyond a, a moralistic, moralistic, understanding. you know, understanding, and, and, and that's why I think the liturgy is so fundamental because it goes beyond just having grateful thoughts. Like right. we've talked about it on a psychological level, right? And how, right. like, yeah, like writing down Great. what you're grateful for, you know, going around the table saying what you're grateful for, positive thinking. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It gives you the warm and fuzzies. You know, you have, you know, the, you, the right chemicals are being fired off in your brain, <laughs> right? Right. No, yeah, but no so it's, it's, there's, I'm it's, just laughing. And, and that certainly can be an extension of, you know, as Father Alexander Schmemann talks about, the liturgy after the liturgy, right? Right. You know? But, you know, I think, I think there's something, yeah, there's something about the, um, the experience that we have in liturgy, yeah. if our minds and hearts are open to it, um, where we absorb this new way of looking at life and the world and it's like this we're kind of like given this whole new perspective and um yeah i'm still like on an intellectual level i get the whole like dialogue and how we offer things up to god and god responds by giving back his very own self and in the past i've talked about how saying thank you like why do we say thank you to someone if they've done something for us what is that like what does that actually mean? Have you ever thought about that? Like yeah. what, what, why, why am I, is that just like convention so that I, I feel like I mean, sometimes, in part it is. I feel like sometimes it's not, not even just convention, but you want to convey that you are grateful for this, that they did this for you. And right. I'm, it's almost like appeasing, trying to make sure that they're happy. Okay. So in that, that they of, did it. Right, 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 right. And, and so when I do it, it's like, I'm, thank you. you know, I don't, but you know, thank you. Right. I want to make sure that they know yeah. that so why I you, why am not just, uh, just taking this off. for taking this for granted. Okay. So yeah. on one level, you could say that that's there's a, there's like a a self-centered well motivation in like its distorted sense. Well, it, but it's also good too. I mean, to, to if somebody allows you to stay in their home, right? You must you must show gratitude. They why? gave up their well, they gave up their house for you. I mean, they didn't have. I know, to. but but. But yeah. why show gratitude? Like, what, what, what does that do? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, what, like, yeah, like there's the whole story of like the ten lepers and yeah. nine lepers, ten uh, lepers and one and one only one only goes one back returned. to show gratitude. Right. Like why, why is that significant to show gratitude? Well, okay, on a deeper level, you're gonna answer it. Well, what I've thought of in the past, yeah. and, I, and I, I still agree with this. I'm just kind of I want to go a step okay. further. Continue. Is that. Um, Gratitude is is a is a is a at its core, it's a relational. It's an expression of relationship. Yeah. Right. So someone does something for you, okay, or someone gives something to you. Let's say, on a very tangible level, let's say it's a Christmas present, okay. But in any time someone does something for you, they they've given something to you, right? 
maybe intangibly. Their, their they attention, gave you a cup of water. Yeah, whatever. Their love. You know, some gift has been given to you. Okay. And what what I what I have come to is that when someone has given something to you, you have a choice of whether you can focus on the gift or whether you can say or or whether you can understand the gift as an extension of the giver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, yeah, someone gives you a really cool um, toy truck. Toy truck. Yes. Okay. It's like, wow. Like. The, in and of itself, the toy truck is actually really, really cool, yeah. right? But you, I think we've all been, or hopefully at least one point in our life, we've been in a position where someone gives us a gift, and the gift is so in line with who we are, okay. and like so much hits the nail on the head that that the the love of the person giving it, in the sense that they they are aware of who you are and they they cared mm. so much to kind of like give you the gift that matches who you are. Actually, like, outweighs the gift itself. Yeah. Right. So, like, on the one hand, like, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. could have some random stranger who doesn't know you at all, but who's just super wealthy, right. give you a Jaguar. Sure. And you're like, oh wow, this gift, the Jaguar, in and of itself, is just like this incredible. But I don't know this guy from Adam. Yeah, you don't know the guy from Adam, <laughs> and it wasn't. It was just because he had a lot of money that and he, he could. could. Yeah, and he just like randomly gave you this gift. Sure. So you're focusing now on the gift. The guy does, or the girl doesn't have, or the kid, I have to be very egalitarian here, um, or the dog, I'm just kidding, <laughs> doesn't know, uh, yeah, does, doesn't know you, you yeah. don't know this person, right? So it's like, it's like the focus is on the gift, right? right. But what I'm trying to get at is, yep. that, is that when it comes to God, right, like the gift of life, the gift of creation, the gift of the material world, you know, like of the grapes and of the wheat, right? That has been given to us for our use. Um, it, what, it, what if we were to focus just on that? In other words, gratitude, gratitude always takes us back to the giver. Because if I just focus, if, if, if someone gives me a gift and then my whole attention is just on the gift, mm-hmm. right? Then then I miss the whole point. Wow. I miss the whole point because it's like, yeah, it's a super cool new shiny truck. Toy truck. Toy truck, right? It's the finest and plastic. I could just, yeah, finest plastic, and I just have so much fun with it, and I could just spend all my time and attention. I usually do. Me too. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But the whole point of it is that without the person yeah. to give it to me, yeah. I wouldn't have it. Right. So saying thank you is essentially, I believe, saying this is a wonderful gift and I'm going to use it as I did with the grapes and the wheat, right? I used it. I didn't just let it sit there and rot. I actually turned it into something. Yeah. But here's the big but. Here's the big. Not going to make a joke. Yeah. (laughs) We need to remember that one. I will. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Here's the big caveat, right, is that no matter how amazing the grapes and the wheat were, and no matter how amazing the synthesis of the grapes and the wheat that I've created uh, is and was, I am saying, by saying thank you, I'm saying I'm giving it back to you, not because I'm not grateful, but because it's actually not these things that I want, ultimately. It's you. Mm. Right. Right? Right? Because insofar as the gift 
is, is a, a revelation of and a manifestation of the giver, it, it is only useful and beneficial for me in revealing to me something about how much love the giver has for me, right? And, you know, I'll just be honest and personal with you. Like, my wife, one of her gifts is giving gifts that just, like, make you feel like she just deeply knows you and cares about right. you. And, and I have an aunt who's, who's okay. Yeah, they're just people. I think you know certain people have that gift of like yeah. they 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 give these gifts that are just such a beautiful expression of like of of what you love or like some you know something about you that just shows like wow I'm known you know I'm loved right yeah and um and you know for people like that it's just like you know you receive the gift and it's like yeah I love this gift but it's it's something way more. Yeah. Than just the tangible. It's, it's, mean, it's a meaningful gift, it's a as, meaningful oppo- gift. as opposed to just, um, yeah. It's it's a revelation. Receiving a jaguar from a rich man who just yeah whatever yeah throw money just around. frivolously yeah right it's yeah. a revelation it's yeah. a revelation. They of, know of, you. They know what you like. Yeah. They 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 want they care about you too. Right. So they got you this because they care for you. Yes. And that's what. So their love is being revealed exactly. through the gift exactly. and in in a, in another way the best of you is being revealed through the gift. Right, because in in receiving this gift, you're you're being reminded of, of the best qualities in yourself, right? Because that person sees that in you, right, and and gives you a gift that sort of connects with this wonderful place inside of you that you may have forgotten about, mm-hmm. right? Because maybe you've kind of gotten all distorted about like, you know, all of your negative qualities, and then they give you this gift. You know, of a of a quote, or I don't know, some something that just kind of like reminds you of the self that you are proud of, you know, and that's yeah. God given, right? So all that to say that I think the gift, uh, the purpose of a gift is to reveal the personality or the personhood of the giver and of the recipient, okay? And so the thank you is is a way to to show that the gift. Is meant to be a means and a and a, a medium for communion, not a, a um, transaction. A transaction and something that actually ultimately blocks communion, right? Right, because you're focusing on the gift and not the giver. Yep. So to say thank you is to say, I really love this gift, but I see it for what it is, which is an extension of you, and therefore I'm giving it back to you. Mm. I'm giving it back to you, not because I don't like it, right? Not because I don't. I don't um, care about it, but because I care more about the giver than I do about the gift. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a matter of priority. So how how okay okay so yeah so that's so so this is what's happening in the liturgy, right? We've been given the gift of life. We've been given the gift of of subsistence and abundant life in the in the in in the wheat and the grapes. The potential for subsistence and and abundant life, or just life and life more abundantly. We're called to do something with it, to show that we care about it. Even the doing is an act of gratitude, right? Even the, you know, the, the manufacturing of these raw materials is an act of gratitude, saying I'm participating in this life that you've given me. I'm not just sitting there passively, right? But that's not enough. Then once we've done all those things, we then offer them all back up to God Right, our whole earthly and created existence is offered mm. back up to God through these, through the, this, this bread and this wine, and 
God receives that offering um, as an expression of our love and of our gratitude for all that he has given us and absorbs that, you could say, into himself and, in, and gives us back gives us back now a different kind of gift, which is the gift of his very personhood, of his very being, right. which is what we want. That's what we really want out of life. We don't right. want, like, the, the material stuff is great, but it's through the material stuff, right, that God gives us himself. God yeah. became flesh, yeah. right? The word became flesh. So it's actually through matter that, we were, that we're able to commune with God Right. So that right. gift is not just a, yeah. So so then we so then by receiving communion we are now participating in the life of the giver, and we've transcended even that level of just enjoying the gift itself. Right. Um, and that's why I think <laughs> you know liturgy is so important and gratitude is so important is because it it um, it enables communion with God and with one another, yeah. right? By, by truly being grateful, not yeah. just in a flattering kind of way, right. right? By truly being grateful, you know, by identifying, by first of all, true gratitude, I think, requires us to identify what it is that that other person has given to us, right. really. Because right. I could say, oh, thank you, Strati, for just all that you've done for me. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, but what has Strati done for me? Well. Thank you for being a good conversation partner, Strati. Because without you, I'd be talking to my bathroom walls because nobody be else sad. would listen to me. Or I'd talk to my wife who just falls asleep while I, while I talk, Check which is good me. for my pride. But, you know, thank yeah. you for, for, yeah. for allowing me to, you know, bounce ideas <clears throat> off of someone who cares about them, right. off of someone who has insights and who sort of opens those ideas up right. and gives them back to me. You're welcome. You know, so thank you for doing that. You know, thank you for producing quality um, messages about our faith through a beautiful, you know, art form um, in the in the in the form of Trisayon films. I think that it. I think it. Thank you for (laughs) (laughs) your sense of humor. Oh, stop it! um, Because it 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 uplifts. Okay, I got it. The mood. (laughs) All right, that's enough. Thank you. For we're gonna start saying it back at you now. Taking care of, of thanking each other. Yeah. So anyway, so, <laughs> you know, it's like I I care about you. I acknowledge your existence. Right. And and what you've given me. Yeah. And you I know think, is has been special. I think, and it, I want, I think it and it and, and it once once we once we participate in the liturgy, it, you know, we're all kind of um, probably guilty of it. You know, sometimes we're there, but we're not there. That's the pro- yeah. I mean, that's you know, I mean, that's the big thing. I mean, yeah. I can, I you know, we can talk about sure, all sure, the beautiful sure. stuff, and it's right, like right, right. in the midst of it, it's like I have a, I have a caffeine headache. You know, right, <laughs> right, because yeah, I haven't had any. But or some other things are bothering you, sure, or whatever, or anyway, right. But let's not be discouraged by that, right? You know, life is life is dynamic dynamic yep. and there's gonna be days when you're not and there's gonna be days when you are yep but at the end of it i think that that's the the beautiful thing is that it, it's all centered around what you're talking about 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 asking for 
um, or th- giving thanks to the creator of all participating in that. Right. And, and with that, you can then transcend that into your average everyday life. Right. And hopefully um, look around and realize the more positive sure. thi- parts of your life. Yeah. Rather than always the negative. Right. Which we're also, I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of that oh too. Gosh, you know, yeah. Driving around and I'm just, I just, no. Ah. Yeah. But, but if yeah. we, if. And it's not even in theory. It's 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 you know it's it's a proven by the saints, yeah. right? You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And not not just and not and not saints, just the ones that are made in I- into icons, but the right. people who, who the humble. Yeah, the people who really do live, God, yeah. who live uh, uh, um, the Christ-like mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. on whatever level and whatever yep. degree. It's a pe- uh, you know, in other words, not every person. Is going to be a saint in the sense that they're going to be ma- doing miracles. We've right. talked about this before, but my yep. point is that it is something that can help us um, understand what being grat- what what understand what gratitude is. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And on an intellectual level, on a philosophical level, more importantly, on a mystical, spiritual exactly. level. Yep. And and in a re- in a in a real way. Right. In a yeah. I mean, and in, a, in a reality, yes, not just in the material. Yeah, exactly. Not just like like we we we, you know the um, yeah the focus on like the psychological or scientific yeah. is nice, and that is one dimension of things. But I think I think there's a, there is a tendency to absolutize that aspect right. of well, life. A- absolutely, and we're bombarded with it right. continuously about you know we. we talk about it constantly right uh, so mental we, health mental health yeah. mental health mental health and, and sure and we're nothing but brains brain and chemicals basically. and chemicals and, and body and right. flesh but yeah the, this this element i think is really beautiful because it 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 shows us how yeah on, on a different level um gratitude is is a way for us to commune with one another but even more importantly beyond just positive thinking and good chem and yeah, good chemistry yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's it's a it's a direct means for us to commune with the source of our existence, the with the creator, everything. with the source um, of everything. Not and, and and the liturgy is the the epicenter of that. Yeah. But every moment of gratitude sure. towards God, right, mm-hmm. is and is a mini liturgy, mm-hmm. right, on the altar of our hearts. Yeah. You know, offering up this moment, this moment as yeah. seemingly imperfect. As it is, because the the bread and the wine are also imperfect. Yeah. You know, they're not perfect. They're they you know they have their flaws sure, and their whatever, you know whatever may, whatever they may be. Yeah, they've been made by imperfect human beings that, in, as prayerfully as possible, but certainly they've got their imperfections. Um, but offering it up nonetheless. Yeah. Right. The whole package. Yeah. Offering up to God and saying like, you know, thank you for for this gift. Here is my poor. The poor what I can fruit of my hands, yeah. yeah, what I can give back. And by doing that, we're given uncreated yeah. existence. You know. It's amazing. That's so, you know. I think I think we're gonna end. Yeah. Um such a good Yeah. I think we're gonna end, but um Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean no, I I think for me what think. what it's what it's kind of cemented in my mind is like you know, the cheesy, somewhat cheesy, but, you know, I think still fun practice of going around and saying what you're grateful for. 
like what what it cements in my mind about that <laughs> it's okay but but look but think about it this way whether you say it or not okay let's say that you say it right and you're just like you kind of like slightly wince because you're like this is super cheesy right but if you do say it use it as a moment to be aware of right use it as a prayer yeah right and if you use it as a prayer, then become aware of the fact that as you are saying those words and hopefully actually meaning them yeah. and offering that particular aspect of your life up to God, yeah. right, then you are receiving and you can receive and you can become open to receiving yeah, yeah, yeah. a drop of divine life. And, the, and the, there was, you know. There's a, I think I've told the story before, so I won't go on too long. But uh, I think the Saint Sophronius Passage, right? Is the Saint now, now, uh, now, currently, sure. yeah, just, canonized. just recently canonized. Jeez, yep. Yeah, um, he was. There's a story. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, and yes, he was, I love this story. And he was positive about everything. Right. And 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 you know the the bishop who told the story, he goes, he, they were in England. Right. And he goes, oh this, this England in Greek. You know, the Archdiaglia. This England, how dreary it is! Right. And, and, the, and the elder would go, "A good dream, a nice dream, a wonderful dream." That is such <laughs> a then, beautiful, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, something else, you know. And then he'd say the same thing right. about that. Oh, you know, and and uh, it's incredible. I mean, and it's it really is somebody who's been, who's really been yeah. transformed by the Eucharistic right. sort of lifestyle. And then they go to the they go to the museum, the British Museum, right. And uh, and uh, the one the one uh, friend of the bishop helper I don't know they must have been just right. friends and, yeah. and, and not not like not a deacon or something sure. but um, <laughs> I'm not even sure the bishop was a bishop at the time this happened sure. I, I don't really know he might be yeah yeah regardless so the the friend says to him um, we can't go into the Greek section why can't we go into the Greek section the, the naked bodies he goes. Are you serious right now? He goes, yeah, we can't bring the elder in there. He's like, the elder, the elder doesn't care. You really think he's going to be scandalized by this? Plus, the... he was an artist. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, he was a he was. But a he goes, he's not going to be, you really think he's going to be scandalized? He goes, well, I'm, the friend goes, well, I'm scandalized by it. And and the, and the bishop goes, well, fine. You can go into the Egyptian section. Everyone <laughs> is clothed, clothed there. Clothed and mummified. <laughs> yes. And so the guy goes to the Egyptian nice. section. That's funny. Meanwhile, he and the elder go into the into the Greek section, the ancient Greek section. Right. And and the and the elder, who probably had never been before, or, or yeah, who knows? He might have, but sure. he he looks at this beautiful naked statue. Right. And and he goes, he does his cross. He goes. Which means Lord have mercy for right. anybody who doesn't know. And he does his cross. He goes, Amazing! <laughs> he walks to the side, to the side. He goes, Incredible! And the bishop is just watching this, just like, you know, scratching his head, kind of. Oh, and then he goes to the. Yeah, the rear. The rear. <laughs> <laughs> Looks up and down and goes, <laughs> Beautiful, <laughs> and isn't that incredible? You know, and and uh, it doesn't get much better. And the what the what the take not the takeaway, but the takeaway is he could find beauty and yeah, God, find uh, God, every, you know, everywhere, even in something that's technically secular. Sure. 
But he also said that look at what uh, our ancestors, although he wasn't Greek, but sure. That's neither here nor there. Yeah, he appreciated that. Yeah, regardless, um, our, what our ancestors created yeah. without the knowledge of Christ. Yeah, yeah. Something, yeah. something sure, like that. Sure, sure, sure. And, uh, yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, I definitely am not like that. Yeah, I, I mean, am I. But it's beautiful. I mean, we could, we could, we, we, could, strive, we could stand we can, in awe of that. And we can strive story. to sure. be like that yeah. in our own way, in our yeah. own pace. Well, and, and I think, I think. Nothing's impossible. Yes. I think that there's something people struggle with when it comes to these people. That I can never be like that. Well, right. Well, it, it is impossible. Sure. With, with us. Aha. Right. That's another backing back. Well, that's from the same, uh, same one on, on this past Sunday. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. The end of the, that that passage. Yep. Full circle. Full circle. Right. It is impossible with us. It is impossible. So with us. so yeah, I mean, we could strive, and that at least at the very least that'll show God that we're serious about it, right? But at the end of the day, that attitude. Is a, is a revelation of God himself, mm-hmm. right? And how do we get there? By communing with God himself <laughs> through liturgy, right? Through the sacraments, because it's there that the divine meets the human. Yep. And, and as many of the moral and ethical practices as we want or try to, to practice, to, to exercise, you know, none of them are going to allow us to come into contact with the divine not on their own. On, on their own terms, because it's a it's it's a gift, mm-hmm. and it's beyond our capacity. Yeah, I mean, what that's, is impossible with man is possible with yeah, God. Is, right? Was the takeaway of that? Because the man reading. from the from the reading, the the young man had fulfilled apparently all of the commandments of God from his youth, showing that even though he had done everything that the law had told him to do, which was supposed to get him to God, right? right? Something was still deficient, and Christ read through all of those external manifestations of the law into the very heart of the man, seeing that it was actually his wealth that was blocking him from entering into the kingdom. And so he said, if you want to be perfect, this is what you got to do. Perfection is way above the works of the law, right? The bar even higher. Yeah, and he went away sad. Yeah. Because he was still thinking of it on, on, on a human level. Yeah. If he had thought about it on a divine level, he would have realized that any action that he did, no matter how drastic, if it's, if it's the right action, right, if it's what God is calling him to do, would be possible mm-hmm. and that he would be taken care of, right? And it's an impossible mm-hmm. mindset for us. It's totally impossible. It's counterintuitive to our... It's counterintuitive, and we, and we just... The only... The only um, Hope is giving up all hope in our own abilities. Mm. And the only way to do that, and I, I talked about this a little we bit have, yeah. in the, yeah, we've talked about it, but also I talked about it in the, oh. I gave a little sermon on it on Sunday oh, that's right. at, the, at the retreat, was either some sort of crisis that like flattens me to my face and shows me that I am just, you know, oops, I'm toast, or through gratitude. Right, through gratitude, yeah, stripping myself of all of the things that I think I possess, all of my qualities that I think I have, giving them back to God, yeah, connecting with God, and that's just what it's all about. We're gonna end this the reason podcast for the season because Father Michael has to have I'm an appointment. Late. I'm late and for a, late. a meeting. A very important. Meeting. I have to be grateful for my lateness. <laughs> all right, all uh, you do, you know, exit us. <laughs> <laughs>
having uh, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we wish you and your family uh, all of God's many, 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 many blessings, which they already exist in our lives. So we ask that God would make us aware of even just a small drop of His blessings in this season, so that we may acquire grateful hearts, bring those gifts back to Him and enter into an even deeper communion with him. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everybody.